Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. We will finally get what we've all been waiting for. Big 10 after dark, baby. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the next next commissioner of the Big 12. Good luck, Brett Yormark. Hope it goes better for you than it did for George Klivkoff. And with me, as always, is AJ, USC Beach Volleyball, greater than Alabama College Football, Marchese. Big Ten couldn't land the big fish, Rob. Uh, still, it's still a piss poor conference, in my opinion. There, There's a lot of uh, clout that comes with USC Beach Volleyball, and you can't just... Spend a day winning over that that sport, mm-hmm. even if you destroy a whole conference. Today, we're kicking off our 2023 NFL Draft Summer Scouting Series with the non-FBS prospects. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out. To Casey, maybe looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's gonna, gonna find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And And that's that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Or the stink out, but we did. Big Stinky got drafted 19th overall. He was a non-FBS prospect. Wow. Who's the next Big Stinky? Got any first round grades today, Rob? Yeah, several. Several, yep. One of them's going to hit. That's what I've I've learned is... uh, Lean into it. Who cares? No one's gonna remember what I say today, it's, it's so unless true. I'm correct. Do you wanna? Do you want a fun stat uh, regarding non-FBS prospects? Yeah, Rob, I would love to hear a fun stat regarding non-FBS prospects. Okay. First, I want you to guess how many non-FBS prospects are drafted in the 2022 NFL draft. Um, twelve. Wrong. 25. Really? That's that's good. Good work on FCS. And and more specifically 20 FCS 5D2. Um but kind of the shocking thing is 2021 there was only 9. Hmm. 
and in 2020 there was also only nine. I remember on last year's episode we were like, "This is a good year for FCS. It's going to be, it's going to top that number." I remember we did that. Wow, smart. <laughs> I might just be lying. Well, like, because the 2021 one makes sense because of the impact of COVID. Yeah. Like, they'd have less information on those guys. That because at first I, I I I got the 25 for 2022. I was like, "Oh." And then nine for twenty one. I was like, well, I guess twenty twenty will kind of look like give 20. us the truth. Yeah. And then it didn't. It didn't. AJ is that non FBS? Are football players getting better at each level? Uh, yes, they, they are. I don't know. You watching Find the CFL it game? It's looking looking good. Every every league is better. I'm only seeing former Maction stars in the CFL mm-hmm. game. I'm watching Nathan Rourke. Um. But. Before we go through the positions, how many guys today do you do you truly think get drafted? That that you watch, obviously we didn't want. Like, there's going to be guys who who emerge throughout the the process. But mm-hmm. um, did did you think this was a good group as a whole? Or it's a, like what, a, it's a fun group, but I think we're we're hovering back around that like you know twenty kinda, twenty number. Yeah. I, I wanted to add the 25 thing. I think a lot of that had to do with the extra year of eligibility. Yeah. Because um, I also found, like, half the guys we watched for today's show were six-year guys. Yeah, lots, lots of six-year guys are at the very worst uh, five, fifth-year guys. Yeah, it, it was very rare that it, there was, like, a true senior. Wasn't a lot of, like, like so we Rob just puts a list together and we watch it. Wasn't a lot of bad football players. No, I thought I thought overall, like... Although they're like obviously not all draftable, there was no one who is. Oh, why am I bothering watching this guy type? Which thing? we usually do get, but yeah, like it, it felt like less of a slot, like working through it, being like, oh god, here's another one. <laughs> it felt like I, 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 every guy I feel like I watched has a shot to to sign undrafted. Yeah, for the most part, no, I, I agree. Um, now I don't have any like day two grades or day one grades, but uh, there's a couple guys that have a shot. I... Yeah, no, I I think I think for sure there. I I thought the offensive line group was really good. We'll get to that. Mm. Um, I I think the trench play in general is kind of the most interesting. Uh, there's a lot of South Dakota State guys this yeah. year, and obviously the normal amount of North Dakota State guys. Um, but uh, no, it'll be interesting, especially because, I mean North North Dakota State's had Trey Lance two years ago, Christian Watson last year. They, they, just, I, I feel like someone's going to emerge. Probably. Um, and, uh, South Dakota state. Yeah. I just like couldn't believe and They, they obviously just had their quarterback drafted, but their spring season quarterback, uh, Mark, what's his name? Gronk. Gronkowski. Gronkowski. <laughs> One of Gronkowski? the two. Yeah. Gronkowski. That's maybe like, a combo. S- South Dakota state might be better than North Dakota state this year. Ooh, I mean, save that for your uh, your your pick for the for the champ. That's FCS talk, AJ. But first, as we dive into this quarterback group, I think it, it's going to be really interesting to see how things play out for Shepard quarterback Tyson Bagon Baguette Badger Badger there hasn't been I, I did some research research. There hasn't been a division two quarterback drafted since um JT O'Sullivan Ooh. in like two thousand four. Legend. Do you think uh Tyson here could break he's, that? He's trend? not bad, eh? Like he, he isn't. He and 
Apparently, before JT Daniels transferred to West Virginia, they were trying to get him. I saw that because I was, you know, searching him up, and I was like, "It's this guy? Like, he's just like a West Virginia hero, apparently." Yeah. Um. No, like he's six three, two fifteen. Like he's he's uh, put together well. Um. Like really nice touch balls. Like good poise, good timing. I don't feel like he's a great athlete, but like he sees the field well. I, I don't know if the arm is quite NFL. I can, I can see him in the CFL though. Um, I don't think he's the arm for the CFL. Certainly does for the NFL. Um, I, I did feel at times with him, it did get a little boring in that, that offense. It, it's kind of aerated in, 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 yeah. in that it's a lot of like mesh. It's a lot of quick, quick ball out of his hand throws. Yeah. But when, when you got him in scenarios where they're, they were playing fast and they were trying to, uh, score in a hurry and they kind of let him let it loose a little bit more. I thought his his kind of his poisonous touch really shone yeah, then. Yep. Uh and, and like you said, like not an incredible arm. I think there's enough arm there. Um specifically because he, he does have that touch. He can he can put the ball uh between a linebacker and a safety mm-hmm. down the seam. Um it's just it's so hard to tell because it it's the, yeah. like I'm watching him carve up Kutztown, Kutztown. Okay, well that's a program right there, but whatever. Yeah. So it's just, it's just like he he's he's picking on a bunch of future bankers. I don't really know. I wish he did jump up, but he did win the Harlan Hill Trophy last year. He threw for over or he threw for exactly five thousand yards, I think, and fifty three touchdowns. He, he's going to be an interesting one. Ultimately, I don't like to to me at that level. I think to really get yourself drafted, it's, it's goes beyond the numbers. Like he he if he was six five and ran a yeah. Four six five and like then maybe, but I don't know. I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around uh, a Division two quarterback uh, getting drafted uh, yeah, in today's day. Uh, I feel like you got to look like Josh Allen if you're if you're at that level. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you just have to be the best athlete on the field. Like if have a cannon of an arm type thing. And he's more just like a like if you made the jump, maybe like a Bailey Zappy, like not to that extent. But you know what I mean? Yeah. That no, that, that that that's a that's a good comparison, um, and and that's why I feel like he, you kind of have to to make that leap these days. If I blame JT at least Daniels. to the FCS. Yeah, I know. I... It's just yeah, it's it's tough, it's, especially because it's a quarterback. Like if if he was a different position, dominating the way he was, it would matter. I think a lot less. But yeah. it's just it's hard to to. Get a handle on it, but ultimately, like I do think he he is going to be signed to an NFL team next year, like in, in camp somewhere. That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind. Um, he, was, he was like you said, just a lot more interesting than I expected when I threw his tape on too. Not a lot of big FCS quarterback names this year, eh? Doesn't seem like it. No, we had we had a pretty short list. Uh, I know we Eric Air this year. I just won. <laughs> I just wanted to add that uh, Kennesaw State's Xavier Shepard, I only put him on the list. They run the triple option yeah. strictly because he's an incredible athlete. <laughs> you know what? When, before I watched him, I didn't know he's a triple triple option guy. I'm like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> like, I looked at his stats first. I'm like, okay. Um, runs it really efficiently. I just think that, I mean, like when you're that athletic, uh, I, I thought, well, maybe you can be a wide receiver. He, hey, he could bring home the Walter Payton. Are you calling your shot? No, I'm not. It's not my pick. He should have transferred to uh, 
to Georgia Tech if they still ran the triple. <laughs> I know. Like, I feel they like should run the triple again. They, should, they really should, yeah. I feel like he's good enough. The arm's okay. Like, it's he's not bad. He's, wait, he's good enough for the NFL? Yeah, if they ran the triple option. Ah. Uh, when, when Belichick finally goes full triple option and kicks Mac out, he's his guy, I think. All right, let's get into the running back group. Fun group here. Not 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 a deep group, but that's a good group. It is a good group. I think I think um I, I have a draftable grade here. Uh yeah. I I I have one and like a guy that I think pr- probably could, yeah. Who's who's your one? I got Isaiah Davis number one, but I liked him last year too. South Dakota State's Isaiah Davis. It, two years in a row, South Dakota State could have the 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 best FCS running back well, uh, coming off Pierre Strong uh, last year I think I, I said he's better than Pierre Strong, um, and you're wrong and I'm wrong but that's okay <laughs> but he's bigger you got to go nice six one two twenty he runs like yeah. like no one's ever run more upright in the, in the world but <laughs> it fucking works he just so. breaks every tackle yeah he's such a throwback he has six one two twenty kind of upright style but ridiculous contact balance really physical kind of looks looks for contact. But, like, uh, a smooth runner, too. I was going to say, he's got some good quickness to him. Yeah. Um, and it, it'll be interesting to see him take on that number one role. Because last year, Strong ran for, like, 1,600 yards. So, you got to assume, like, Davis Davis is going to get a hand, like a, a lot more touches this year. Yeah, he's had, like, what, um, back-to-back 800-yards-ish seasons? Yeah, so in 17 career games, he's run for 1,517 touchdowns, eight per carry. Um he kind of emerged in the spring season. Yeah, that, then, and I, then he had the big touchdown, I remember? Yeah, and then kind of took more of a backseat last year mm-hmm. uh, to Strong. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. At that size, with that physicality, like he looked like a, a, a day three type back. I'd love to see him be more involved on passing downs. Yeah. Um, but he's a really interesting player just because the, the contact balance, it seems so natural. If he ran lower, like I feel like he'd be just such a fucking wrecking ball. A truck. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. Like at that level, he doesn't seem to need to. No, he doesn't need to. He's fine. I wish he would. Hope hopefully we kind of see the the other thing too. He's he's like one of the rare guys on this list who's not a sixth year senior. Yeah, true junior. Yeah, so he might not like realistically probably won't come out. Yeah, no, that's true. It'll stay for three more years. Um, also, like, but like for like a guy that like you know six one two twenty, playing at the FCS, uh, you, you think like you know he's just gonna rely on his athleticism and size. But like, I found like the patience and vision to be really impressive with him too. Yeah, it was. Sh- I was kind of shocked because I, I, I like obviously I'd, I'd seen South Dakota State play yeah. before. I, I, I thought he'd just be kind of like a, um, a slam into the line. Pick up what yeah. I can pick up, break attack. Like he's not the same type of one cut style that Pierre Strong is, but I, I do think I, I I kind of didn't realize how how much closer he is to being like a fundamentally sound back. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. Again, I, like with Pierre Strong, I like to see him get involved in the passing game, but uh, that's uh, remains to be seen. But you know, I, I like I like Davis a lot. Um, who's who's your number two here? I got uh, the other Isaiah, Isaiah Ifonsi from Montana State. One of the best running backs in the FCS for a couple years now. Yeah. Um, he he to me is kind of closer to that Pierre Strong type of back. Yeah, where he 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 plays bigger than he is, just five ten two oh two. 
Um, he's like well put I, together though. Yeah, that's the, the, like he he was picking up yards between the tackles because he is so shifty in tight quarters. Yeah. Like I really loved his quickness, solid uh, solid vision too, and contact balance. It felt like he he could run into a crowd. It should be a three-yard gain. He'd get you seven. He'd, like, run over some people, too. Like, um, a little more powerful than I was expecting at that size. Uh, he's he's another guy. If he gets more opportunities, pass, pass catching is so important for these types of guys. I, I saw some these. nice catches, though. Like, not they a lot just of don't, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I just want to see them use him more in that regard. Yeah, he had one grab where like he, he really had to adjust for it, it was thrown behind him and he took a hit and, and brought it in. Like that looked pretty good. Um but yeah like he's so slippery. Like he's got that like like you know he's got that running style where his his like feet are almost like outside of his frame, you know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. it just lets him get so slashy and slippery. Um no I, I think he's really interesting. Like I think he's kinda of like a potential late day three kind of dude. Yeah he uh, the the not I don't think he's as nearly as um as good as pure strong per se, but I think he could have that that kind of pure strong type rise. Yeah. Um, and and that that's like strong. His pass blocking is really I think what got the people going. Yeah, so I, I seeing don't think him in fancy a very good pass protector right now. It, exactly. I was about to say seeing him improve in that facet of the game would be so big. Yeah. No. For sure. Like him. Though. But fun player. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Big time. Um. I threw the North Dakota State fullback in here, Hunter Lipke. I feel like that's more appropriate. I I like Lipke, man. <laughs> I like him. If you like Peyton Hillis, you're gonna love Hunter he Lipke. Basically, is Peyton Hillis. I like. I, I if if you want to draft a fullback, I think he's gonna get drafted. I I, I want to say with both him and Southern Illinois' Javon Williams, who's I, I don't even know what you want position he's you want to call. Fun as hell. That's it. They're both like the the if you're gonna. Bring a fullback in. This is kind of the modern fullback type thing, but they're different. Lipke's more of a true running back. Williams is a, a Swiss Army knife. I think you get the most out of him as an H back. Um, but Lipke like legitimately gets carries. Yeah, he had like 543 yards last year. Uh, line, like lined up at running back, like and tight end. Like you look pretty good as a as just a tight end. Like pretty good after the catch. You got legit like juiced him. Um, was well, so the the James Madison game? They just kept feeding him on the wheel, and it was it was really good. Like I thought, like pass protection, really good. Lipke's like, pretty interesting. The, the Kyle, someone's gonna sell themselves on him being Kyle yeah. Juszczyk. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Javon Williams though is just Javon Williams. Javon Williams. So he was a high school quarterback. Came to Southern Illinois, kind of just his specifically been a wildcat quarterback mm-hmm. like a lot of the time throwing the or, ball a lot too like yeah like he he's a change of pace quarterback essentially who also plays some running back and he's 62245 <laughs> i don't really know what he is but i i find him so interesting he's fun he's a lot of fun i'm i don't know if he's that big but he's physical as hell like that that's that's for sure um I don't know, and like pr- pretty decent like uh, receiving production too for a guy that plays all over the place. He's definitely interesting, and then the Salukis just keep like putting in athletes, man. I I I wonder like it's weird because he ran for a thousand yards as I think as a sophomore mm-hmm. and seventeen touchdowns. Like if they can get him more touches, 
he just does things. He's, he, he, <laughs> he's fun. I don't know. He's fun. He is fun. I, I love him. Uh, you want to jump to the receivers? Yeah, let's let's make a jump here. Uh, Who's your number one? Very uh, productive group, by the way. I think, like, as a late day three potential, uh, Xavier Gibson from uh, SFA has got a chance here. So when I was watching him, um, I started thinking about uh, the Samford receiver. Montreal Washington. Me Montreal too. Washington. Me too. Yeah. And how the Broncos took him, what was it, the fifth round? Yeah, I think it was. And he kind of, to me, seemed like, oh, he could be this class's Montreal Washington. I 100% agree. And that's like, I'm like, he's on this, like, you know, it's, he's 74 catches, almost 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns. Um, and used in the same way. Like, he's got that instant juice after the catch, right? And he's killing angles also, at that level. Yeah, go ahead. I thought he did a really good job just finding holes in coverage and kind of sitting down and like kind of being that just a true, like he can make those explosive plays, but he can be a true chain mover type. Yeah. Like you you run him in the slot and just like crossing routes, really good feel there. Um, And like, just like, it seemed like lots of like um, third and fourth down short yardage, like, you know, four, uh, three or four yards, just super reliable on the little slants and little ends, just to move the chains. And like that, that stuff will keep you on the field in the NFL. Now I think like his hands aren't, Aren't, no. aren't superb. He's struggling when he's catching outside his frame, and his frame is small. But, like, put all that together with the, the athleticism and what he can do actually as a route runner, that's a day three guy. Do you have a draftable on him? Yeah, I, like, a, like a seventh. Okay. Yeah, I got a seventh. Uh, I, I don't. Um, I really need to see him do a better job catching the football. Yeah. Um, I also want to see them, like, I think the potential is there for him as a route runner, but they don't have him do a whole they lot. They don't. And so that, that kind of, until I see him do it, I... I I don't want to just project an FCS guy being able to do that at the NFL level. It's fair. I just keep coming back to, to Washington. You know what I mean? And now I don't think he's as juiced up as Washington. That's fair. There. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Until we see him he's not Florida. You know what I mean? He, 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 Texas Tech had some trouble with him. Um, Hold on. It's Texas Tech. They, they had big trouble with him. Um, Texas Tech's like big marquee recruit under Joey McGuire just flipped to Ohio State oh, today. I don't like that. And, and it was after like I read like three puff pieces about how Joey McGuire is changing. Tyler Shug is winning the Heisman though, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Gibson's not my wide receiver one. He is uh, for for the non FBS. It's uh Jackson Jank. Y- Yonkey. Yonkey, whatever. <laughs> I th- I gotta like. I think he could be a late round guy too. Uh, no, I'm all in. This is the I think the second highest grade I've handed out <laughs> ever, ever. Six three two ten guy who can play inside or outside. They play him in slot and as a true axe yeah. punt returner too. I think he just has incredible hands, really smooth route runner. Does a good job through his routes too. Uh, but he's not gonna. He's not a great athlete, but he's got um, like a, a like a loose but, lower body for his size. Yeah, like he can he when you watch him run like a, a post corner for yeah. example, like he'll sell it he'll sell it so well and he doesn't lose speed selling it. Like uh, the hips just rotate well. Yeah. Um, he gets into his breaks well. Uh, I, I I find him like all right. I'll say yeah. Like this is Cooper Cup, <laughs> FCS number ten six three. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to really uh, sell you on him? Yeah. He's studying to be a gym teacher. Oh, my. What's his brother studying to be? I don't know. That's a good question. I didn't like that they're, they're both receivers. Uh, that, that threw me off when I was watching him. I, I, I evaluated them as one person. 
I saw a couple. Like his brother's faster than him, though. Yeah, probably. I saw a couple drops like in traffic with Yankee, but no, he's good. I, I think like he's got a chance to be a late round guy with that that frame and that like you said the kind of the loose well, I mean, body. He's probably going to be the first guy Jim Nagy announces accepts the senior that's bowl. A good, invite, that's so. a good. That's a good. That's a good pick. That's a bump somehow. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what I kind of thought was pretty interesting. Who? Don't know how to say his name, but Andre Isavas is from Princeton. I, so my takeaway with him was like he doesn't know how to play football, but he looks like he'd be really good at it. Yeah, because he's he has really. I think he catches the ball really well. Yeah, I, I don't remember what game it was, but he had like a really sick like like just dunk on someone. He's six three, yeah. two hundred. He's a track athlete. He, Strong catch radius. Yeah. Is, is, and, and, like, they don't have him, like, running a ton of different routes, but he runs his routes well. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, it's kind of just, like, do. go balls and, yeah. and, and curls. Yeah. Which is it, – it can get – it got to me for Hogo drafted. That's my comp. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he – he he's the type of guy where I threw it on like it didn't take long for me to figure out which wide receiver was the NFL prospect. Yeah, yeah. Just because he looks like like he's got the build, he's clearly athletic, and yeah, I thought he caught the ball really well. Yeah. Really good hand catcher. Yeah, still I mean, still on the the track team at Princeton. Um, ooh. I didn't appreciate that of all schools, Princeton gonna have the little pronunciation thing on their website. I, I, by the way, I love when schools do that, and Princeton gonna do it. Fuck off, Princeton. I love when schools do that, and it's like the guy's last name is Davis. <laughs> and the player saying it, like Jordan Davis. Like, you know, it's, yeah. It's such a useless thing. No, I thought he's interesting. Like, he's a, I think he's a true junior. So just that athletic profile, uh, that pedigree of Princeton, the birthplace of football, kind of. Um, just, just I, that's, that's a name to keep an eye on. Um, and then Avante Cox from Southern Illinois, who's a Wyoming transfer. I swear they only get him the ball on screens. And like motion, quick throws to the flats. They just try to get him the ball in space all the he's time. A, he's a tough yak guy. Yeah, he's good. He, 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 he's kind of fun. Uh, he's like a getter done dude. That's how I yeah. kind of about him. I, I respect that they just force feed him the ball. Um, the tight end group's very, it's very, sick. very interesting. Yeah, it's sick. They're, the the FCS is a good road for tight ends, as it turns out. Uh, I think the top guy got to be Tucker Craft. Yeah, it was Dallas Goddard, too. <laughs> Pretty much. 6'5", 255, junior. Uh, smooth mover, man. I was really impressed with how well he moves. Like, like they're hitting him up on screens, and he's just yakking it up. And, like, powerful, and, like, getting to the outside and getting yards up the, up the sideline. Uh, he's just like fucking put together so well. He's built like a tank. Uh, did you see the one where they put him on a QB sneak, a sneaky QB sneak, get the first down on like a third and three? Yeah, I like that. I, I, Tucker Graff is really interesting. He he might be like the top guy on offense here. Well, first skill position dudes. Um. Yeah. The the it, it it was nice too that he's not like there's a couple tight ends here who have NFL talent, but they have like they get like 200 receiving yards on the season. <laughs> yeah. Correct. They actually get him the ball. Yeah. Because he, he is that talented. He does a good job after the catch, too. Like, there's a couple times where you just guys can't tackle him because no, he's so big and so tank. athletic. He's smooth. Um, he's also not one of the older guys, too, which is always a, like he's a redshirt junior. That's a plus. Uh, I, I I appreciate, too, like he'll play in line. He plays some H back. He'll line up out wide mm-hmm. at slot. Like, he moves around, too. I think he, like, I don't have a day two grade on him or anything, but would I be surprised if he ends up. Yeah. Being one of the kind of viewed as one of the top tight ends, no. Like if he 
if he was in last year's class, would you have been shocked if he was like tight end one? Like after the whole, you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like just well, no, cause I would have been because Jelani Woods was always tight end one. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> no, he's. I, I totally agree. Like I think he's a day th- early mid day like mid day three guy right now. But no, I could definitely see that that day two jump there. Who's your second tight end? Because I thought Kraft was pretty clearly the first. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, my guy here, uh, McCallum and Castles. Okay, we align. Perfectly because Cal of transfer. Name, baby. What a name. Yeah, Cal yeah. transfer. I thought that's cool. Like, he's 6'5", 240. He's lean. He is lean. He, he I thought, was, like, his flexibility yeah. is kind of pick the ball up off the ground, yeah. go up and get it. Just really big catch radius. There's a re- really good body control, too. Um, Some yak in there, too. Like, fluid yeah. mover, like you kind of said there. Good, good athlete. I, I think gives you a lot less in line than uh, uh, Kraft does. But Yeah, he's just, like, in the way blocker. He's not getting his ass kicked, at least, though. Like So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but lots of highlights, too. Just throw on the highlight table. Lots of really badass catches. Yeah, he's fun. He's fun. He's good. Like I, Again, you worry about the frame, probably, but that's... Another guy, he's a redshirt junior, so that's he's got time there too. Who's your Who's your third? Uh, after that, I kind of go back to San Diego, uh, San Diego State. Wow, South Dakota State. I like I like Hines as just a pure blocking tight end. That well, him and Gindor from North Dakota yeah. State. I think that's what you're getting with both. They're both big frames. Yeah, they're both not used all that much in the passing game. Um, when When Hines is like, I guess both of them when they're both throwing the ball to catch it. Yeah, yeah, they they. Uh, I think Hines has more upside as a pass catcher. Yeah. Um, I think Gindorf's uh, more of that, like, he, true, I'm just going to be a tight end three for my yeah, career. Yeah, because he's 266. Really well. uh, like, he's, he's just built like a, a brick there. I wonder what Hines would do if he wasn't sharing the tight end duties with Kraft. It'd be interesting. Like if, yeah, but bo- both both those guys, I, I think, um, they what they do. Really I, well. Yeah. Like Kraft is a do it all tight end. Hines is, I want like, and Hines has that framework. Like he's six seven, he could add like twenty pounds. Yeah, no, he definitely could. He's listed two fifty, but no, he could get bigger. And like he's, he's not gonna lose speed either because he's still kind of like he's pretty like you know just like, like a baby deer running. He's not that balanced or anything. But he's mm-hmm. just, but when he when he catches the ball, he looks like he's got no problem with it. You know, like when he's asked to catch it, he's good. I agreed. Agreed. And and. and I kind of like Gindorf. Um, same idea. It's like we've been watching Gindorf for Gindorf five years. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Just tired. Of him. I'm tired of him. He does his job well, and I'm sick of him. Um, and then there's the Furman tight end who's like two twenty. Yeah, he moves well. He moves well. Right. Yeah, he does. He'd be a great CFL receiver. Ryan Miller would be a great goalie. Am I right, Rob? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You try to find his tape. You're just watching Sabres games. <laughs> Um, the offensive line group I liked. It was a good group. A um, couple of draftables for me. A couple fifth-round grades I threw on there specifically. Uh, yeah. The fifth round the sweet round for FCS. Yeah, it's just like it's me being scared of giving them better grades. But that's why. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's your top guy? Uh, my top guy in the whole damn thing, Cody Mock. I kind of like putting North- him in him in McClendon Curtis side-by-side. I I got mock mock by a mile as my uh, number one non FBS prospect. I, like that. I think I love Curtis him. was just more like like just a big old shit disturber. I don't know. I liked him. Anyways, yeah, he, they're both huge. good. They're both really good. Mock, so mock uh, North Dakota State left tackle, six year senior, uh, six six three zero three. 
I just couldn't get over how well he moves, mm-hmm. how how quickly he gets off the snap, climbs to the linebacker, and just runs him out off the screen. Yeah. He puts people in the dirt. He just such a, he is such a good um, zone run blocker. Uh, he's got a ways to go in pass protection where he's just, like, he's just kind of relying on his b- being big and athletic. Yeah. Um, his footwork where, like, is his, a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, his, his footwork's his biggest issue, and like. He gets kind of lungy, and it Narrow. doesn't mm-hmm. matter because he's just so much better than yeah. whoever's up against him. Like he, when when he has a bad rep, like it doesn't impact the play almost. Yeah. Um. So I want I, I want to see him kind of clean up those feet, uh, play play with a stronger frame. You mentioned him getting narrow, and and his hands can shoot wide too in pass pro. But what he does in the run game is just so enticing to me. And then I kind of my, – my thought was, should I way overrate this guy? And I said, it doesn't really matter. No one's going to remember. No, it's so, smart. It's a good call. Uh, like, I, I, I'm th- I got him fucking third round, baby. It's my guy. <laughs> are you kicking him inside or are you keeping him in a tackle? I hate, I hate talking about this in the summer, but I'm just asking. I, I would like to kick him inside. I thought the same thing, yeah. Just be, be, because it's past, bro, that's – Yeah. Like, it's, it's his feet. Like, I think you can hide those things. No, but I think you nailed it. Like, that punch is powerful – Oh, he's got, like, that mauling power to him. And then, yeah, like, he, he gets out on you. Uh, I saw, like, a really nice skip pull, like, in front as a lead blocker. You know, and then putting the guy right onto the bench. I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a block. Like, he just – if he gets onto a guy on the second level, he finishes. And you don't yeah. see that very often with a lot of college office linemen because they just don't have the athletic chops for it. But, you know, when he's, like – you could tell he's one of the better athletes on the field, especially for his size, right? So, no, I, I think Mock's got the highest highest potential here for sure. Uh, McClendon Curtis is just a big boy, and he's he's a he's a mock baby mock up. I couldn't not put him as my top. I think they're both really good. Six year senior that scares me a little bit, but he's six six three twenty eight. He's got that big boy frame. He's got that big time frame, and he's got that big time power. He I couldn't believe how well he pulls at that size. Yeah, like I think he's like like an average athlete, but for that big boy, that's good, especially for an FCS prospect. He, he just moves really efficiently for a yeah. Man as wide as he is. Yeah, like I think like he he plays high, but like still can kind of get leverage just from his power. If yeah. that makes any sense, and like just constantly yeah. moving dudes, clearing holes, well, powerful puller. My, my, similar to Mock, uh, where he can rely so much on his athleticism to hide flaws. Like Curtis can hide because he's just so much bigger and stronger than everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I want to see him. Like, and obviously you're you're you project him into a power run scheme. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he does. Um, but in terms of pass protection, like his feet are a little iffy. I, I wonder how he would handle a, a true three text, yeah. like yeah. Aaron Donald's lining up against you. Obviously, <laughs> okay. that's like the worst yeah. case. But but like at the senior bowl, uh, maybe yeah. Handling that type of speed, I, I'd really love to see how how he kind of would stymie that. P- pretty good anchor, though. I thought in pass pro. Yeah, yeah. Once he once he's got you. Mm-hmm. Like, and he doesn't get tested very much because he's so strong oh, and just it, latches on to It's harder with offensive linemen sometimes at this level. Yeah, quarterbacks and O-line. Yeah. Um, do you have any other draftable guys? I, I like Greenfield from South Dakota State. He's my next guy. I don't have a draftable, but I can I can see that. He, he I, I was getting Max Mitchell vibes while I was watching Ooh, him, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, I like that. Undersized, he, he, but tall, so. Yeah, tall, lean, moves yeah. well. His his best ability is getting to the second level in the run game. Yes. Um, I 
two things. I wish he had a little more nasty to him. I wish sometimes he doesn't kind of finish through the whistle yeah. and he can struggle to sustain. He kind of walls guys yeah. off rather than he's got hold than, up strength, not move strength. Yeah, yeah, and, and that that also impacts him in, in pass pro. Where I think the best way to beat him is to go through him. Mm-hmm. Like his anchor needs improvement because he plays kind of high and he's not the strongest guy in the world or the heftiest. Um, but I, I just really like the way he moves so naturally at second level. I fall in love with offensive linemen who can move like this. Um, and I, I think there's a lot of potential there for him to be kind of a, a late day three guy. Yeah, I think I think what it hurts him is just like he, he's light in the pants. Like he's got to just build yeah. up that lower half. Because uh, well, funny upper half he's pretty well built though. Yeah, it's funny because him and Mock like aren't that different in size, no. but Mock just it, so on paper, powerful. but yeah. but it, it, like in play it. it, it Seems very different. So I think Greenfield's got like the upper body strength, like not not anything to like you know, like oh my god, what a what a trait, but like just effective. It works. Um, mm-hmm. It's just yeah, I think adding the sand to the pants. But no, like I, I like that Mitchell kind of vibes because he just feels like he's he's not gonna ruin anything. He moves really well, but in pass protection, he's just kind of like, or and even like just in the run game, that like he's gonna just you know do his job and not get an obliterator. I don't know, like just a solid dude. Um, who who's your do you did did you uh, one I couldn't find any tape on Quincy University so I have no takes on BJ Wilson. I I, I, I honestly I don't remember what it was what was it ah, what it was that I watched, uh but I watched something from a couple years ago. He's big, he's six six three twenty. He's big. Uh, he plays like just straight out of his stance. Like straight. I've never seen anyone that straight. Uh, <laughs> But it's okay. But it's hard. It's hard to. Uh, he's just so much bigger than his competition. He's just okay. really, in, yeah. I don't know. But like he's got like like a narrow lower half too. Kind of interesting for his size. I thought some fluidity there. I, nothing to get too excited about. But I did think Mike Edwards, another big old. Monster. I like Mike Edwards. Yeah, there's something there. He's six seven three fifty five. He's at the Wake Campbell's. Yeah, go ahead. Wake Forest transfer. Yeah, he's at Campbell. He just he's so big. He, he's thick from head to toe. That's that's what I really he, guess. He, he's just washing everyone up out of the play. He he's a finisher too. He's an asshole. He doesn't move all that no, well. No. But he doesn't have to at the level. He's I don't know, he's so damn big and so powerful. He's he's fun at minimum. Yeah, he's he's super fun. Like his feet are need a lot of work and like you said, it doesn't move that well. Uh but like you know, the the length kinda helps with the outside rush at times, but yeah, just the, with the size, he just beats up dudes at, the, at that level. The Ravens are going to sign him undrafted, yep. and he's going to be the perfect swing tackle. There you go. I like it. You want to flip to the defensive side of the ball? Sure. Go go for it. Uh, let's start. Uh, we'll, we'll just do D-line as a whole because there wasn't a ton. No one, no one really, like, popped out to me that, like, this is a, this is a, a draftable dude. But there's, like, some interesting dudes. There's guys who I think could t- – I don't have any draftables. Yeah. Um. There, there are. There's one guy who I really think could take a leap. Is it the the Bama transfer that was one of the top? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> top, top. Iabi Anoma, the only guy who's built like an NFL player already. Yeah, yeah. Six, UT six, Martin's. Yeah, from UT Martin was the number four overall recruit in the 2018 class. Went to Bama, played as a freshman, like actually yeah. played. Yeah. Uh, academics got kicked off the team. Went to Houston. Uh, academics got kicked off the team. Is at UT Martin now. Hadn't played football in like two and a half years. 
won the the Missouri Ohio Big Sky Valley Conference Newcomer of the Year award. Um, the most coveted trophy in all the land. So he he had six sacks and nine and a half TFLs last year. Uh, at six six two seventy, it's obvious when you throw it on that he's the NFL player on the field <laughs> yeah. because he looks like he should be in the NFL right now. Yeah. His he he is a crazy get off. He he plays pretty damn hard. Uh, I I just want to like he hadn't played football in so long and he he showed up at the FCS level and looked that good. I'm really excited for what he could be with another year under his belt. He, um, he, right now he feels like dollar star Gregory Rousseau. Oh, I like that. Like uh, there's like not he, a lot of technique there he, or anything. There was uh, there is just purely I am two seventy, <laughs> and really athletic, and you guys aren't. Yeah. I was recruited to Bama, and you guys aren't. I don't know how to use my hands. It doesn't matter. I will win. Like it, it felt like you're watching a dude's high school tape. Like, you know what I mean? Where like it's he looks like he hasn't like he's not developed yet. Maybe he's at a small whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like he had a year of Bama coaching, and like you said, he was away from football for for multiple years. So. But regardless, that's clearly the guy here. Yeah, he he's a fun one, and like I know it's his third school. Like that's obviously like red flag. But I don't know. It was for academics. I personally don't think the NFL. Cares you don't go much, there to play school. Yeah, Cardell Jones said it best. Yeah. Um, and I just keep coming back to as a true freshman, Nick Saban was getting this guy yeah. on the field. Yeah. That means something. What was he like the number three prospect? Uh, recruit? Number four. Number four. Yeah, five star baby. Um. Who do you have after him on the D line? I like. I think from pure, pure production, I kind of like Land. So the thing with Land is, if he was thirty pounds heavier, even he's listed at two fifteen. I feel like he's got to be a little heavier than that, though, right? He, if he's two fifteen, like he, I thought he, like he looks two thirty. Like he looks yeah. slim, but he doesn't look that no. slim. It might, it's just probably think, old number. You know how it is. FCS is probably just not updating. Like yeah. yeah. So Florida A and M, I think. What do you have? Nineteen, 19 sacks, sacks last year. Yeah, he's the Will Anderson of the FCS. Um, he is, and he's wearing the same number. He is, yeah. Um, he he's got big juice off the snap. He's bendy. Nice, uh, he has a nice lot of dip. hustle sacks. He, he's got a really, really, really good motor. Yeah. So the the thing that just ultimately like okay one he he's not gonna do much in the run game but. That pass rush excitement that you get watching him, it just is he only two fifteen? Because then like that's not gonna fly. I but feel like a lot of his sacks came from you know just effort plays. They did. <clears throat> like I don't think he's drafted. But you guy. do yeah. you do see that get off. You do see that dip. The bend the yeah. dip. Um, there's not a lot of hand hands work there. You, you do see like just like he's a really good athlete, and like that shows up in the run where he's just you know, kind of like not even stacking and not shedding, but just. You know, keeping a guy away from his frame and then uh, making tackles in the run. You know what I mean? Like, just using yeah. the athleticism. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. He's well, like, his proportions are pretty good. Like, he's 6'4", but, like, you feel the length, I think. Like, he's pretty long. Yeah. yeah. If, he, if he can be at the senior bowl at 240, like, I think that would do wonders for him. I mean, 19 sacks. It's nothing to, to you know, to, it's, that's something to write home about. It's 19 sacks. Let's see when he gets to this year. Yeah. Um, B.J. Thompson and Stephen F. Austin's a guy I heard some stuff about, like positive stuff. You know, I couldn't find measurement or just height or weight from. <laughs> so I, I found six six two twenty, and he looks six six. He does look, yeah. I, I he is long and lean. wiry. Yeah, Baylor transfer, and he. Oh, I didn't even get that info. He's a Baylor transfer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 
I found like um, a Baylor page for him at least according to ESPN. Okay. Um, it, it is kind of s- sad, pathetic how shittily the FCS stuff's tracked. It really is. Yeah. Um, but uh, he is just a pure long athlete. I didn't think he like had like he has zero idea what he's doing. He gets stalled at contact every single time. <laughs> like, yeah, like if he doesn't beat off, you off the snap, yeah. he's he's yeah, and, and very athletic and. I could see reasons to be excited about his potential, yeah. but like Good I traits. think Isaiah Lance a way way more interesting version of what he's doing. Pretty much, but like yeah, he's got the traits. The traits are kind of there. So it's funny. Anoma's two seventy. These other guys are two twenty and two fifty. Do you think Anoma's that big? He's at least two fifty five. Yeah, he's like he's yeah. big. He's big. I'm just saying, like, I don't he, know if he's, he's probably six five two fifty five. Yeah, which is. Which looks a lot bigger than both of you guys. Yeah, do. it is. Um, on the inside, I didn't mind uh, Devonshire and Maxwell. I'm just gonna keep pounding so, the mocks, baby. Yeah. So Max Maxwell after after uh, after Anoma and Land. Maxwell's my my third guy on the D line. Yeah, me too. Um, six three two ninety six. That's pretty cool. well built. Yep. Quick, quick, quick. He can shoot gaps. They kind of play him as a five tech four eye type of player. He doesn't get a ton of opportunity necessarily to shoot gaps in the backfield, but when he does, like it, it works. Nice swing. Uh, he gets some hustle sacks. Yeah. Yeah. I thought really, he's really that, good motor. Yeah, he he he's another guy who six years. Like senior. I could see a Noma Land and Maxwell being senior bowl guys. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind that. That's that's a good call. Actually, Land's definitely gonna be at the East West Shrine. <laughs> I think I feel like Florida A and M is just a, a pipeline for the East West Shrine, baby. Yeah, amen. Uh, also. Lots of transfers. Um, Jesus Gibbs of Townsend's uh, South Carolina transfer. We already touched on Thompson and Anoma. Wait, with Gibbs, did uh, I read that he plays both ways? What? Does Gibbs play both ways? No, Jim Nagy listed him wrong, so I did. Oh, I swear to God, though, I read on, like, the Townsend page. Like, he was, sorry, he was recruited as a tackle. Yeah, yeah, but he plays D-tackle He just plays D-tackle, yeah, yeah. He's okay. Yeah. Um... Anyone, anyone else you want to talk about on the D-line? No, really. Like, Wages, uh, North Dakota State's coming off the ACL. Yeah. He's pretty well put together. Um, I didn't see much in Caleb Murphy. Um, Whoa, the fair State stud? No. But if we can move to linebacker, there's a dude, baby. Oh, I, I did want to touch. I didn't add two guys to the list, but I did want to mention two Texas transfers are in the FCS Respect. now. One of them's Aodell Adio, uh, Adie. The Texas linebacker. Do you remember him? I do remember him, yeah. He's at Sac State now. Oh, well, that's sick. Okay. I didn't know oh, Yeah, so I just something to keep in mind. But the Fordham linebackers, I hear you're talking about? Oh, yeah. Ryan Greenhagen, baby. Just, <laughs> just making every tackle. <laughs> he had 31 tackles against Nebraska, which is... Did you watch that? Yeah, I watched it. That was fun, eh? It was a lot of fun. He's just an old school linebacker. Like, he's 6'1", Ryan Green- I love him, man. Ryan Greenhagen would have been the greatest Big Ten linebacker oh, yeah. 45 years ago and been a first-round pick. Yeah, he would have been to Penn State 100%. 100%. Yo, big time. Um, he's just old-school thumper. Like, he's well put together. The instincts are there. Like, sh- uh, you know, stacking and shedding blocks. Like, just like I think one time they tried to cut him. He's like, not happening. He keeps his feet. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, not really explosive. And, like, the, the I feel like the top no, speed b- downhill is okay, but he's not doing anything outside of the box, really. <laughs> He uh, he's gonna play special teams. Uh, I, I wrote I don't know here if it's it, gonna be it the might not Giants' be in... special teams captain this time next year. Yeah, okay. Which means he'll probably be they're starting middle linebacker as well. <laughs> That's true. 
I was going to say, I don't know what level he's playing special teams at. Like <laughs> NFL, CFL, USFL, but He's too XFL? big for the CFL. Yeah. He's going to be an XFL Hall of Famer. Yeah, I like that. It's the Rock's first signing. <laughs> I like him. But, like, fun. literally just blows everything up. Pretty good instinct. Yeah, yeah. the stack and shed, shockingly good. Aggressive as hell. Just, yeah, not a great athlete. I don't know what you do on passing downs, but... Like he, he's a rock. Yeah. He, he also like looks insane. Oh yeah. Like his pad levels, like like physically, the pads are super high, and he he just like looks juiced up. He's I awesome. No, I like I'll, this is my guy. Yeah. Special teams linebacker, baby. Do you like any of the DBs? Uh, I kind of feel like Justin Ford is interesting in Montana. Yeah. I like the frame. Yeah. That's. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and he looks like a CX, old school CX. <laughs> yeah, old school. Um, he he's also I don't know what Golden West is, but I assume it's a junior college. Yeah, he, so he transferred from Golden West to Louisville to Montana. Had nine interceptions at Montana last year. Six two one ninety six year redshirt senior. Um, just be, like he looks similar to what I was saying about Anoma. Like he looks like an NFL player yeah. on the field. Yeah. Like he's just big and he moves well. Um. I liked him a lot as like a like a cover three, cover one guy, press uh, press zones kind of where he looked his best. Flips his hips pretty well. Yeah, um, finds like the ball. Feet are pretty decent for the size. Yeah, yeah, for a bigger guy, find the, the ball kind of is always just around him. Hence the nine picks. Yeah, um, physical uh, enough as a tackler. Yeah, I, I, I I think he's really interesting. Yeah, I like him. Um, the defensive. Guys weren't as good as the offensive guys as a whole, though. No, I didn't mind Anthony Adams from Portland State. He, you know what? I the vibe I got from Anthony Adams was like, this guy's gonna sign undrafted to the Bills and like play. <laughs> That's interesting. Like uh, he had a really, I watched the Washington State uh, game. Yeah, he had a really great uh, interception there on the goal line where he just yeah got, in, in the end zone. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, yeah, so him, whereas like Ford looks like an NFL player, Adams doesn't per se, but he, he got good instincts. Seems like a smart football player. Yeah, he might be a safety at the next level. Yeah, um, I think they. I think Portland State's gone blessed there. Be plays corners kind of weird. Um, yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't think he was bad. Um, do, do anyone else you liked here? I, I like Fernando Jordan, the southeastern Louisiana corner. You dude. Um, he he's uh he's kind of just a physical press man guy. Mm-hmm. Um, where like so Ford, I thought press zone Adams. I like kind of off. Yeah. I, I like what you say about safety. Like he just like let him trust his eyes and use his instincts. Uh, and then Jordan's just, I think press man. He just bullies people and he fights for the football. He's kind of a fun player. Pretty pretty solid. Pretty fun FCS group. Um, oh, Benny Sapp, the son of other Benny Sapp at Northern Iowa. I, uh, I just wanted to say he's the son of the NFL's <laughs> Benny Sapp. I didn't Sapp. get him. I forgot about Benny Sapp. Like um, father. Also, the sorry, the other Texas player that transferred to the FCS is BJ Foster's at Sam Houston State now. That's that's a big guy for Sam Houston, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, and one more name, Darian McKenzie of Merrimack College. Couldn't find anything, yeah, but but if you can, world, maybe he's good. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I thought kind of the offense was a lot more exciting than defense. Agreed. Anoma got me the most excited. I like Ford. Uh, Ford's my top rated uh, defensive guy, but Anoma, I have. I'm just gonna bang the table for him. Um, Land Land and Greenhagen were fun. I think both have a chance to be at like the East West Shrine game. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I, I agree. Especially I if Land know. has another like big sack season. Like he's gonna get himself to one of those games. Mm-hmm. And he's a little um, bigger, 
Yeah. Right. Did you have any draft upgrades on the defense? Yeah, Ford. Just, just Ford. Ford. Okay. Late day three? Yeah, yeah, late day three. My yeah, no, my first round. <laughs> I watched clearly, his high school tape. He's the highest potential, clearly, but yeah. Greenhoggin's my guy. That's that's it. That's all I got to say. Okay. Before we get out of here, we'll run the awards in our town of the week. That's why the people listen. Uh, who do you think wins the FCS this year? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my Jackrabbits. It's the it's the, it's finally their year. I think North Dakota State beats them. <sighs> Not again! Like, come on, they gotta let them have it once. I just think I don't know. I can't. I I picked. I, I think I picked Eastern Washington over Sam Houston last year. So it's a good pick. I think I, I think I'd pretty sure you picked North Dakota State because you have to. But. I yeah, I just felt like I couldn't not pick them. But South Dakota State, I think, has more NFL talent than years past. Yeah, I think South Dakota State, like, they're 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 not they're not caught up, but they're they're getting there. And I don't know if like a well, yeah, maybe this is fair. Like an FCS team losing a quarterback that got drafted. I don't know if, if a team's ever been in such good shape. You know what I mean? At quarterback. Yeah, for real. Well, I mean, Ludicum wasn't supposed to start. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Because right, uh, the Mr. G got hurt, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and and good thing the Steelers said, let's draft the guy who wasn't supposed to start. Hey, at. looking good at camp. He's at his fourth school. I don't know if you saw it today, he was looking good at camp. Apparently, I I kind of theorize it like they they signed him to be a scout team quarterback because yeah. uh, the, the 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 they're like Mason Rudolph's our scout team quarterback. He can't move. Like <laughs> we we play we play only mobile quarterbacks. Let's get a mobile that's quarterback. Good. That's so smart. I like that. Thank you. That's how I've theorized it. Um, who do you think takes on the Walter Payton uh, Player of the Year? Award? I think oh, it's, I'm going to keep on going with my my, my Jacks and go with Isaiah Davis. I think it's got to be um, specifically just because there's no like blatant quarterback. Uh, and again, in 17 games as a backup, he's 1500 yards, 17 touchdowns, eight per carry. Pierre Strong ran for 1600 as a starter last year. Like I think it's fair to assume Isaiah Davis runs for. Like fifteen hundred and twenty touchdowns. Like uh, Pierre Strong might be a better, like you know, a runner, but Isaiah Davis is like. First of all, I, I think he's going to be better, but he's also just a better athlete, and he's bigger than a lot of people on the field. You know, like. Uh, yeah, Pierre Strong was a very fundamentally sound back, yeah. but Isaiah Davis has the traits. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Buck Buchanan or Defensive Player of the Year at the FCS level. I'm going to keep it simple and go with the production of, of Isaiah Land. I thought you were going to say Greenhagen. I want 300 to. tackle season. <laughs> Which, if you if they play Nebraska every week, yes. A Nomad, six sacks, nine and a half TFLs after not playing football for two and a half years. Yeah. Let's double those numbers and he takes home the Buck Buchanan. <sighs> still still not up to Land's 20 sacks. So. If Ford, okay, if Ford has nine interceptions again, it might be him. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. All right. The moment we've all been waiting for. Town of the week, baby. That's right. This is the part of the show where I pick a town from the schools we talk about, and I tell you why they're the town of the week and what to do when you're there. And this week, Brookings, South Dakota, home to the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Great pick. That's the right pick. They they play at the Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium, which has a 19,340-person capacity. Love it. That's a, that's a opened great size in, for them. Opened in 2016. And, of course, is named after Sioux Falls banker Dana Dykehouse, who just donated the most money to build it. 
Uh, so yeah, South Dakota State, not a lot of notable alumni. Uh, I usually try to do like two sports and like a couple non-sports. Um, they didn't have a whole lot going on outside of sports. Uh, so we got Jim Langer, the Dolphins Hall of Fame center. Adam Vinatieri. Of course. And the only other person I decided to write down was Erwin Gonzalez, who discovered lipoic acid. I don't know what that is, but... I like it. Discovered it. Good work. Uh, notable people from Brookings. So, so again, not a lot to choose from. For, we, we do have Mean Gene Ockerland, the old oh, WWF announcer. That's a great... That's, that's a gr- Yeah. It's a great one. The drop-off was incredible after yeah, that. I'm looking at it right now. So, I had to go with two people who aren't real, but in TV shows, for some reason... They are said to have been from Brookings, South Dakota. And and that is the character of Charles Percy on Grey's Anatomy. I don't know who that is. Uh, and Gus in the Netflix series Love. Oh, really? That's a, yeah. that's cool. I don't remember him saying he's from Brookings. That's cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And Charles from Grey's. Big Paul Russ fan. Uh, Paul Russ from and finally, No, I guess not, eh? <laughs> Finally, things to do in Brookings, if you're ever there. All the time. Um, so, the first thing on TripAdvisor is the Children's Museum of South Dakota. And and I just, what does that mean? Is it a museum of children? That's why, the only reason I wrote it down was like, I think AJ might know what this is all about. I, I think it's probably just like, you know, something for children to go and look at. But like, so why are we marketing it as a museum? Maybe that's one. Children probably or... don't like museums. Look, they're trying to get people to Brookings. All right, love can put only put them on the map so much. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we've also got the McCrory Gardens. I don't know what that means. Beautiful. Wooden Legs Brewing Company. Okay, well that, there's a bunch of breweries, that but that cool. that one sounded the coolest. South Dakota State Agricultural Heritage Museum. Oh, someone's shooting fireworks outside my house. Happy Canada Day and 4th of July, everybody. Splash Zone Water Park. Okay, that sounds sick. The Swiftle Center. I don't know what that is. Either. And, of course, the South Dakota State University Dairy Sales Bar. So I don't know, like, like can anyone bring their dairy and sell it there? Do you <laughs> go there to order just a cup of dairy? Like, what is it? I don't know. You'll have to go to find out. Do you see how, like, on Homefield they had, like, that shirt about Clemson's ice cream? No. I don't know. Clemson has, like, some famous ice cream, I guess. Uh, first of all, you the wrong way? we got to get South Dakota State at, for, for Homefield. Uh, I need a Jack shirt for sure. Second of all, I need that the ice cream. What's it called? The dairy counter? <laughs> yep. <laughs> i gotta, I got to get a dairy counter shirt. So tune in next week. Uh, when we Are we going to do the G5 North or South next week? Your call. Uh, start with the South. We'll start with the South, which uh, is the Sun Belt and the Conference USA, featuring some actually, independents who aren't. Actually, we should probably start with the North because we got a holiday and it's probably not as much talent. Oh, geez. Okay. Shots fired. So tune in next week when we do the G5 North, which will be the Mountain West and the Maction. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader.
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.